show um small technical difficulties but we work <laughs> we working through it you know what i'm saying i do want to introduce our guest for the day our first guest ever cancun give it up for him yeah all right without cake boss that's good man. <laughs> Miss Katie, how you feeling cool man anything good yeah. so obviously you've been grinding for a good minute um we had the kid tape that released late last year right tell us about that you know what I mean? Still got some joints you're still working at. What's good with the Kiff Tape? Um, the Kiff Tape, it was uh, something that we, we dropped with uh, my man Ronnie Fogg. Shout out to him from Kiff. Um, you know, it was just a little project we put. Uh, try to push it out, see how they was going to respond to it. And, you know, it was a good thing. We had made it on Karen Civil, um, a few other websites. Including Hip Hop Sports. That Piff. They can still get it on that Piff, right? Including Hip Hop Sports. Okay, that's what it is. So I read somewhere. That you've been writing and rapping since six. Right. Is that true? Yes. Do you remember any of those early raps? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me, give me like, give me four bars of one of those. <laughs> what, was, what was Kid Cool rapping about at six? I was, I was shot deep. It was my name was shot deep. In the place to be. And I've been rapping on the mic since I was three. That's it right there. That's it right yeah, there. Bars. He's so, bars. <laughs> I got the Get Back CD. Yeah, I was about to say, what's going on right now? Tell us about that. Get Back coming with a few features. My dude, Shot Books. The Scarface freestyle that I just was playing with Razio and P.I. So, to me, I hear like I hear a beast in a lot of the bars. Is it like like you you feel like you got something to prove? You got a hunger in you? What is it about these tracks that... It's like they... They forgot actually who I was. I think they how so? What do you mean by that? Let's 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 be specific. Who forgot who Cancun was, and, and what do you mean by that? I mean everybody. I just think I just feel like I need to reintroduce myself. I ain't pinpointing. I ain't. It ain't that I'm trying to get at nobody. Right, right. It's like oh this this guy right here. It's not, it's not, it's not nobody like this. Everybody. It's like y'all. You just let like, them know you still here. Yeah, I <laughs> forgot like who I was and what I did for this town. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't the reason why y'all rapping. Right. Like, stop. Okay, okay. And these players yeah, looking yeah. like I got a tornado on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, 
So when the money comes. Yo. So Shadow sent me the joint. I called him back right away. I said, I'm about to go clean my car. Like, that's, that track, tell me about how, how did that track come about? Tell, tell me about it. You're still working, you're pushing this video coming. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, that's, actually, I was in the studio recording, and my man, uh, Rob Jackson, do uh, the GPDCL. Oh, big up, big up Africa Rob. Yeah, he came through. He came to the studio, and he was like, yeah, you ain't never gonna do that beat I told you to do. You ain't never gonna do that beat. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Shot, stop, stop what we doing. I'm like, play the beat. Because if he say right, that, right. <laughs> so we played the beat. And then I told Shot, I'm like, we can't do it like that. So you gotta fix it up. So Shot fixed it up. And then I just rapped over it. We did it in like 10 minutes. That whole song in like 10 minutes. You know, that's how some of the best songs made. Joe bagging, hoes bragging, ain't nigga working, he rap bagging me. I'm just a different version, a cheap thing, bitch, Dr. Snoop. Knocking niggas off the roof like it's boxing juice. Put niggas 40 below, you just got the boost. Been putting niggas to bed like I'm Dr. Snoop. Knocking niggas off the hinges like the lock was loose. This time I stack better, it took more flips. Got the work, raised the price, and I took more trips. Make every sale, we ain't trying to look off shit. Introduce our guest, Mr. Saigon in the building. Give it up. Yeah, Happy Father's Day. I reiterate. Happy Father's Day to you. Yeah, man. Yes. Happy Father's Day, sir. I just left my little man, my little guy, little B. He's right. A, he's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, greatest story never told. Part two. Part, we, part. We put out part three. Part three. Yeah, but uh, you know, that, that was that was my. Me experimenting with my own company, my own label, so I made a lot of mistakes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. What is, what is the name of your label right now? What is your situation? My label, I did a label with a, a, a technology company. You know, perfect. My friend, um, he, he owned this technology company called CPXI, and they they started. Me and him been cool for about eight years, but they really grew and grew and grew and grew to where now it's like a seven hundred million dollar company. Nice. So, you know, I, t I came to them like, yo, y'all need some music going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this point, they're like, yeah, hey, we'll try anything. But so what would you do differently about, would you still try to release it? No, nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't nah. do no physical copies. I wouldn't pay for radio. I okay. wouldn't spend a bunch of money at radio. And especially mm -hmm. at, at, in New York. New York radio is twisted now. Yes, You notice the shift. Angie's gone. Angie's going over there. Right. Mr. C's gone. Right. So the dudes who used to break records, mm -hmm. especially new records, they gone, they're really. Dead. They're right. not there. So if you're not going straight into, like, rotation, it ain't, it don't make no sense to pay the money, even right. for mix show. Now, even for artists like you who, who has been on television, mm -hmm. television with uh, Entourage, Entourage. Love and Hip Hop, yeah. you know, a couple things. So how did, how did that exposure help at all um at, 
at that point I was doing that you gotta you gotta build a brand you gotta right. like like this my brand I, I did such a good job at building my brand it kind of beat everything else right my <laughs> brand is bigger <laughs> than my face it's bigger than my music uh-huh. like I'm, I go up to somebody and introduce myself at Saigon and they be like oh like the dude from Entourage <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I don't even say that's me no more I be like yeah like that guy yeah like I, uh, yeah I took his right, moniker right. or whatever but the, the brand is bigger than me, so now I got to catch up to the brand. So I did a, such a good job. Right. Like even when I was on Entourage, I was Saigon. Mm-hmm. I'm still using Saigon. Saigon. Right? Even when I was on Love of Hip Hop, Saigon. Like so, people people don't even realize I'm the same right, person right, right. sometimes. You in the flick? Well, yeah, for, if you blink, you miss me. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yo, go man. check out Saigon. Go and check Entourage, out Entourage, man. and my name is in the credits. <laughs> so then that's what. Yeah, that's what counts. I got paid and I'm credited. And that's what counts. They cut my look. They cut a lot though. Cut yeah. Lot. So you got, you got the yard, the yard father Monica. Where did that come from? I came from prison, man. And I was when I was young. I was in jail from like 15 to 22, and that's where I really started getting good at rap. So when you in the yard in jail, that's where everything go down. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when you had your little rap ciphers, I was always the king of the rap cypher right so one time some dude was making a joke it's like yo this dude out here he's killing everybody he's like the godfather out here and some funny like, dude was like nigga we in the yard that's the yard father like, that stuck i like i like that i'm the yard father and, and then you had the mixtapes and everything yeah and i and, and it's been that's how i came up so i'm the yard father you still rock with just at all yeah that's my brother for life that's, that's shout out to right p-town just, just blade that's yeah that's my brother energy, man. Right. Huh? great hip-hop energy like that's yeah. why yes. when yeah. i found out we could, we, could, yeah. we could get you on the show which was like a no yes. brainer. Yes. That's no brainer. Why me and just click so much me and just knew we wasn't probably gonna sell a gazillion records. When we right. was in there making the album, he looked at me. He was like, "Yo, I sold a lot of records." He was like, mm, "This shit right, might, right. we might right. not so, move." I'm like, "I don't care. I just want to make a dope ass hip hop project. You right. a dope ass nice. producer. Right. I ain't get. If I would have wanted hits, I would have went and got with Pharrell. Because at the time I was buzzing. I could have went with Pharrell. I mm-hmm. Everybody was right. courting me. I'm like, I want to go who I think got the hottest beats, and that was Just Blaze. Just stay with the hot beats. He do. He don't, man. He do. He's a genius. Just is a genius, bro. He's a genius. Genius. Let's let's uh, let's let's turn the corner a little bit, getting a little bit of a little bit of sports. Mm -hmm. Um, The finals went down. Obviously, we know who won the finals. The Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Who who is? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume that he had the Cavs. No, I was kind of, I was kind of either way. I wanted uh-huh. both of them to win for different reasons, so I couldn't. True. I was in a, right, right, right. No, no lose. In limbo. A lot of people were there. Too. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people were there. I don't, I don't, nah, they ain't paying the kids, so I'm, right. I'm, just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to be entertained. So right. I would like to see LeBron come back and win one. That would have been a good story. That would have been. Mm-hmm. A great it's also story. a great story to see this young kid, Steph Curry, Yo. really come of come of age and you, show. Because I never seen a shooter. I've been watching basketball my whole life. I right. never I seen like nobody this. shoot like that. Yeah. 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 Somebody who's old, like he make Reggie look like a bum. Like what, Reggie Miller was that dude. Somebody. I never seen nothing like that. I'm he's like, a video game. He, yeah, he's a video game. Video game. game. And I'm, I'm not even talking <laughs> about the new ones, like double dribble. Right. Yeah. Like, you know when there's always that spot where you never miss. Double dribble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The one thing I'm glad about, they can stop with the Mike comparisons now. Please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He ain't Mike, man. He's not Mike. He's the second best player ever. Second is the greatest. But I think the comparison comparison to Jordan is valid, and he is not that guy. He don't got the killer in him. He don't got the killer. He could do shit Jordan couldn't do because he's bigger. He's big. Right, right. But that killer instinct to go out there and give me the ball, I'm going to win the game, he ain't got it. See, that's the difference, too, though, because. Like Jordan made sure 
he was going to be the top scorer every year. Every year Kobe every made year. sure. He went to your locker room and told him. Right. He's like, yo, look, I'm leading the league in scoring this year. I'm telling you. But Braun is more like, all right, you know, if I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. Shoot some free throws with your eyes closed. We played the boy Dodge. Oh, he ain't here, Dodge yet. Oh, Dodge. Wow, wow, wow. The kid only 17. Got some stuff. I need to all get together and go get Just Blaze and do a Patterson. Nice. You tell him he'll listen. Hip hop for But we do have another guest in the building. Yes, sir. Free safety from the Jacksonville Jaguars, Mr. Josh Evans. Yes, sir. One time for Josh Evans. And I know you're headed to you're headed to training camp soon. And um, what is what is your what is your your workout like now? I know you can't go 100, but what? How do you how do you get focused now? What do you do? It's the little things, you know, as far as watching more film, working on my fundamentals, eating right, staying healthy, uh, just keeping a steady routine. Right, Talk right, to right. him. Talk to him. I do every day, you know, just to get up, you know, make sure I'm up early and, uh, like I said, man, creating good habits for myself. Nah, There's a lot of, lot of coaches I talk to, um, they talk about, like, even at the, the combine we just came from, they talk about the mental aspect of the game mm-hmm. and how a lot of people don't take that as seriously right, as nice. they should. <laughs> so, hey, man, this, believe it or not, man, in my opinion, I feel like it's way more mental than physical you right. know football type of sport you know i've been playing the game since i was nine so being physical comes with it right but if you can't deal with the media attention or you know you mess up and not being able to play that next play man it could destroy you and absolutely a lot of people don't really get to peek at their potential because that keeps them back or prevents them from being great quick question mm-hmm. so how would you say the difference is competition wise between college and the nfl what's the what's the biggest difference uh, the, the biggest difference, I feel like, overall, college is, is very competitive. Because right, you right. got a bunch of hungry kids trying to get there. Right, right. And then when you finally get there, it's kind of a little relaxed. Right. But the difference is you, you can't lack off. Like, in this league, you could be here today, going tomorrow. Right. College, right. you could be here today, mess up, and you still got a scholarship. Still yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> when you're on your rookie deal, you could be here today, and you ain't getting paid no more the next day. You know what I mean? Mess <laughs> 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 up. <laughs> <laughs> At least in college, you're right. right. You're yeah. <laughs> on the middle plan. You eating. You, you okay. Yeah. 
this right, right. business, man, until you, you know, you get that guaranteed money, you know, ain't nothing guaranteed. Right. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing. And sometimes it's not even competing with the next person that's competing with yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Knowing what you got to do and knowing the things you can't control at all times. I would say that's probably the biggest difference, you know, True. understanding the ins True. and outs. And that is a business and it's never personal. So knowing knowing a lot of that, like what's your what's your mindset coming into camp? Like when you first get drafted, I know like some people don't go as high as they want or, you know, the draft go could go, you know, either way. You could be projected as like a first round, right. wind up getting picked in the fifth or sixth. So what's your mind frame once you get that call? that you know some players aren't lucky enough to get like going into camp knowing from what you just said of how you could be here one day and not the next what's your mind frame going into camp my mind frame is just taking it day by day you know coming into the league as a, a young guy sometimes you think down the line too much you worried about mm -hmm. what's happening next week and it's like whoa you know worry about tomorrow you yeah, know, yeah. Worry about today you don't worry about you know what I mean, what's gonna happen a week from now and uh, it's just preparing myself for the next day you know what i mean and, and Getting getting everything situated as far as you know can't win a hotel so you're kind of <laughs> taking away from the community taking away from people so it's just really you know what I mean being on top of things I think year three makes it a little more easier because I know what to expect right I know the ins and outs of it and uh I'm way more comfortable than I was a year ago mm -hmm. two years ago uh, knowing you know what the coach might think or how things might go I understand the process a little bit better do you see a lot of players take advantage of that situation though like they get drafted or they get that call to camp and feel like they made it so they don't work as hard <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and it's sad man because those people think they made it but you didn't make it right you know what i mean just because you might sign a deal man your foot is in the door yeah, yeah like your foot is in the door <laughs> you gotta but. stay humbled and stay hungry a lot of right. people lose that drive because they got the name behind them of the nfl you might take the pictures or you with people but it's like mm -hmm. Get those four years in first. You know yeah. what I mean? Stamp yeah, yeah. that name first because it's, it's bigger than you. You know what I mean? This Absolutely. Ain't about you. It's about your family. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Your family and your kids, your wife, whoever you deal with. And uh, I think it's, it's a way bigger picture than you being satisfied for a, a week or two or a few months that so you feeling like you made it. Right. When it's time for you to uh, put that game face on, what type of music do you listen to? Or what do you do to get mentally prepared for game training or whatever it may be? Oh, uh, man, music is, is big. You know, I like to listen to Jay-Z, you know, for games. You get me right. I oh. It's a, <laughs> <there's> a <laughs> up north thing, you know. Yeah. All I Need was one of my favorite tracks okay. by him, and that kind of... Just get me in the zone. It do. Keep going. You put the windows down on the highway with that joint, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Switch lanes. What about new artists? Any any new any of these new artists in your iPod that, that helps oh, yeah. to get you get your drive going? You know what? Man? I've been pretty big on Future. You know I mean? Okay. okay. True. Yeah. Six nights. You know, been my my thing. Uh, when you look at the schedule for this upcoming season, right. what game is you marking on your calendar? The Colts. Coats, why is that? Easy, easy. The homie Mike Adams is on the coach. Right. Man, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wait, I got Patterson is it. Patterson is on that <laughs> roster. You know what I mean? The veteran. <laughs> it's just uh, you know, one of them games that's just personal. You know, they got a good offense this year, good right. defense. Like you know, the guy Andre Johnson there, T.Y. Hilton, and they got a, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, a yeah, great yeah. group of guys. And I'm very competitive, so anytime I get to play against what's considered the best, elite, right? mm -hmm. you know, the there best, you go. The best. That's how I you prove it. Part of it. Right. Right. And uh, I think, you know, they're one of the, the best teams in our conference. Mm -hmm. Being able to get a chance to play them twice, man, I think. Good answer. Very, Good answer. <laughs> that is. <laughs> This about to be a massacre. The master's always the last to fall. I'm standing tall on the box.
Last year, we didn't expect a crowd like this to come out for the second year. So many people want to get involved. The good thing is, the people that want to get involved are boxers and people who run gyms from the 50s and 60s. So they want to bring that tradition back too. Second year, look how it's turning out. It's definitely for the kids, you know. We come from this, you know. We come from nothing really, you know. And, they, and this gives these kids hope, you know, for the future. And they, they, they see like, wow, we could do it too. Even if they don't become boxers, they could they could just become anything they want. Most importantly, they're here to support the young fighters. You know what I'm saying? Um, I went to the Olympics, so I'm here to show these kids that they can all do it. You know, there's a lot of great talent coming from New Jersey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they all over too. The couple new, from New York. Exactly. Yeah, doing These kids thing. are from all over coming to New Jersey and getting it in and grounded. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. that's what, and that's what it's about. Well, tomorrow we have the ninth annual football camp. Again, another free event for um, kids in Patterson. We usually get to close to 250 kids a year. You know, you'll have NFL players there. You'll have a lot of uh, players who play football in high school and college from the Patterson community. Mike is in the NFL, he's a professional athlete. He gives back because he used to be, be a lot of these kids growing up in the city, you know, that didn't have anything. This is something he enjoys to do. This comes out the grace of his heart. I want to continue this tradition. Next, Next year, we're gonna do it again. It's gonna be bigger and bigger. Let's do it, let's keep being positive and keep staying up. Go raw when I smack down I done made her feel famous Baby girl don't know how to act now And I'm loving how her brain is Is she funny? I should call that girl a class clown Feeling good, ain't nobody on no lame-ish Good box, if you hate it, sit your ass down Yeah, I get high up Joe Like Geronimo, flow is common cold Got all kind of flow Bunch of pussy rappers got vagina flows And they kinda old, I'm a ghost So hard, I just gotta find a way to blow She don't love me, she just tryna find a way to blow I'm just trying to find a way to blow I don't gotta be the best, but I gotta make the dough hey, I just want a pocket full of bros She gon' chop, chop, chop it for the bros Like tap, she gon' hey, hey, chop it to the flow I don't know if they gon' turn up, but if not, they gotta go hey. Another guest in the building, somebody who I am extremely honored to have uh, join the show So am I <laughs> Mr. Ramon Ali Bug in the building yes, Give sir. it up for one time Patterson native Yes indeed yes, So it indeed. feels good to have him back um, we came all the way from here. Brooklyn, you know, to join us. That's I'm gonna go saying. through. I'm gonna go through some of the things that that you have been involved with Whoa. in television. Whoa. Producer yeah. slash director. Easy uh, on him. Easy on him. Um, obviously, uh, the hip hop honor. Been involved with that. Uh, let's see, hip hop versus America. Yeah. Full throttle. Uh, MTV All Eyes on Nas and Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, executive producer of Shades of BK. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the, involved with making it a band two. Yep. In what capacity? <laughs> what was? What was <laughs> well, I mean, making the band two. That was like the first time I got a chance to direct. You know what I mean? Um, okay. As a, that's when my the director part of my career started to happen. Started with making the band two. So big up to that. That's a wonderful experience. And sure. College Hill. BT's College Hill. Y'all pick wow. out the reality joints. People get excited Hold about on, the reality That's stuff. why you're I've here, some sir. Other incredible listen, work. I'm not. Yeah, I'm excited about the other stuff. That's yes. why. Listen. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Let's see. All right. So, uh, uh, oh, you're doing something now that's great uh, with BT. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm doing this thing called uh, uh, What's at Stake for BT News. You know, 
you know, for, uh, it's primarily for their .com. It's not for TV. People don't see it on TV, but it's a, it's a .com initiative. It's a digital initiative and uh, also for social media. But the platform is all about getting young people, getting millennials to talk about issues that they care about. That means you. That means you. Yeah, that you. means all you, all guys, you guys online, all, all you guys listening for these folks in this room, you right. know. The young um, It's all about, yeah, the young folks. I got gray hair. So it's all about <laughs> you guys talking about, you know, uh, issues that matter to you in ways that you want to talk about them. You know what I mean? It's not a site or a platform we where we censor, where we say you got to talk about this, you got to talk about that. You know, we had a young lady in uh, last week we shot with her and one of the issues she wanted to talk about and I open up the floor to young people all the time and I'm like uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about she's a young freshman in college and she wanted to talk about the issue of slut shaming how young men wow. treat young women you know because of how they choose to uh, uh, use their sexuality or their interest in sex and there's a different um, way of looking at how women view sexuality or being sexual you know and how men view right. it and the, and the labels that they get called because of their choices. So, so I thought that was an interesting issue, you know, and right, I would have right. never been the person to say, yo, you should talk about that. Right, right, right. You know, <laughs> it, uh, came from, it came from, came from a woman. This college kid, who you know, who felt something, you know, felt something based on her specific experience. And, Tell us know, about Popstar <laughs> Media. Yo, Popstar Media uh, is a company that I started in 2009 um, because I was mad, you know, I was mad at, um, people not taking the, the the craft of producing seriously you know and us not taking ourselves you know people who look like us like black people like like people who just feel our flavor and because we're professionals we don't respect each other right. the same way as we would respect a person of another shade but there's a lot of business to be made like I learned right. a lot of lessons Absolutely. about doing business and and a lot of my worst lessons I learned at the hands of other black men you know and in this time I was working for another black man who, who I just who just didn't make me happy and, and then he didn't he he I felt at the time he was using me but not you know engaging me and not really utilizing me at my best but kind of really wanted to compartmentalize me and I was like wow like I can help make your business better right, right. I was like you know what I'm taking all these gangster lessons because they were definitely business lessons that this man taught me and I used those lessons and I was like yeah I'm gonna make my own company and I'm gonna figure out how to take advantage of these ideas and these initiatives that these other men who don't care about our community and other people who look like them when they do business. I wanna do business with young people who care, who are passionate, you know, who wanna tell our stories and who respect each other professionally and wanna tell respectful stories. So that's what Popstar is about. That's what my mission, my life right. mission is about. You know what I mean? And that's what Popstar is about. So we do a lot of different kinds of content. I run a lot of business through my company. I want us to, as young people to start, you know, running our businesses, you know what I mean? We're only going to take care of ourselves. And Popstar is my initiative, my example, you know, for other people to say, yo, run your business. You can do business with anybody just the way, you know, you want to in any way you want to, you know what I mean? And, and just as long as you run yourself professionally, you know, you carry yourself, you know, respectfully and you respect others, you can do whatever you want. So Popstar Pop Media. It's not a website. It's uh, popstarmedia.tv is the .tv. website. Popstar you know, for us. To, TV. Yeah, you can check us out at popstarmedia.tv, and you can follow. check out uh, bt.com slash what's at stake. You can follow. You can find what's at stake anywhere and everywhere. You have uh, so many people, or you hear so many people wanting to start their own business, but they don't actually light that fire and actually start it. What would you tell somebody who is kind of following your lead? Like, how do you start that fire to start that business and be able to? kind of just grow into who you are now well the first thing is is that i think 
you got to get over that fear. Like a lot of what I uh, try to do in general is tell people you just got to get mad at something, whether it's yourself or whether it's the condition or the state that you're in or something's got to mean so much to you that you're like, uh, can you curse on this thing? Absolutely. Do it, do it. <laughs> But you know that you just you just really don't care, and you honestly walk around like I don't give a fuck because I have to succeed. You know what I mean? I still freelance. You know, I still do my thing. But I wake up about I wake up thinking about pop star. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, what could I do? How am I empowering myself? How are people seeing me in a different light? Blah 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 blah. Because at the end of the day, you know, I got to take care of my family. A lot of people depend on me. You know what I mean? And a lot of people see me as a role model. You know, so I can't let me down by letting them down because they mean a lot to me. You know what I mean? So it's about saying, okay, I really can do this. Whatever whatever it is that you're saying to yourself about, oh, it's going to take too long. Oh, it's just, I'm going to need this amount of money or I need these other people you know, to work with me. All that stuff may be true, but then look at that problem and say, okay, what's the flip side and what's the positive aspect of that? Mm-hmm. If it's going to take three months, then okay, that's three months I could deal with. If it's going to take six months a year. Cool. I've been alive for 20, 30 something odd years. A year means nothing in that amount of time. If I got to save this amount of money, if I got to open it up, if I can't do it by myself, okay, that's the problem. Let me figure out who's going to do it with me. Right. You know, who's mm-hmm. got the same mentality and how are we going to do this? You know, we got to figure out how to do our business and not make assumptions about doing business with each other. I'm going to do business with you. Okay, first, you know how business is done. We got to write this contract, right? <laughs> yeah. We got to figure out. Like, on, I don't want no argument. Right? Right. We got to be straight up about this. Oh, so no, let's oh, figure oh, out right. a time, a link, where we can yeah, just say mm-hmm. we're comfortable before we move on to the next level. It's got to be being upfront with yourself and then being upfront with each other because we have to do business with each other. Absolutely. There's right. no way around it. You know right. what I mean? So once we open up our minds to say, yo, okay, I understand that that is fear talking to me. You know what I mean? And say, okay, what's my way around it? Okay, cool. Then maybe I got to partner up. You know, maybe I got to do something else. Maybe I got to take a year to figure this whole thing out. Maybe I got to save a little bit of money. Maybe I got to work. Maybe I got to stay up over the weekend, like, and not spend this whatever dollar on hanging out or whatever dollar is going somewhere else. I don't know what it is. But I can't go out on the weekend. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I can't go out. I got to go straight home. Or I need this break in order to do, like, whatever it is. The spark has got to be. This is what how I do not want my life, and I'm so yep. I, I gotta I gotta get to this next spot, and I got I, if I need help, I need help, and I gotta tell this person I need help to do this. You know yep. what I mean? Or I'm gonna die. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I know that you are a bit of a hip hop head. I, I love it. You, I live it. I am it. You know what? But I'm what? <laughs> you you you've been involved in a lot of a lot of the hip hop related shows uh, for for VH1, BET, MTV, etc. etc. How how do you are you into any new artists and how do you find your new music? Because I oh. feel like this. Well, I think I have the perfect answer for this. Uh-oh. You know, and we bring it full circle to what I was talking about before. Is I listen to young people. You know what I mean? I don't consider myself. I don't one have that kind of time or energy to spend online trying to find things you know what i mean like i don't everybody every young person who i speak to you know the young people in my family the young people on my block the young people who i deal with with this what's at stake initiative etc anybody younger than me you know i'm gonna be like um, you you know if i like their perspective i'm not gonna everybody ask everybody what they listen to because i know certain things i just don't want to listen to you know what i mean i'm like him like that's a great point there's some stuff i just don't want to listen to Right, right, or, 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 right. I gotta respect who they are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna listen to everybody when they say, "Yo, this thing is the hottest thing," and I gotta be like, "Yo, what? Who am I dealing with right now?" <laughs> okay, I know that's not my thing. You right, know what I mean? Because right. they're in a different plane. 
it's about to be a massacre. The master's always the last to fall. I'm standing tall on the box. House party, what up? Patterson, we moving. Shout out to that whole zoo gang. That joint called nothing new. Girl, you know my team. So gang, my gang. Party, my night. All on my chain. Cardi in my fries. Loud back, I roll. Linked up, I'm slow. Shoot to Jean Gaul. Bands, what I thought. Money on my mind. One word, that's grind. Bad bitch, you fine. Photo, that's mine. All her liquor and champagne. RGF records do the damn thing. Moving too fast, niggas can't hang. Put some cash in the cut, that's a band thing. They done gave your boy the green light. Niggas saying what it seem like. Get some money, get the team right. Oh, your own don't stand mine. Cause I know, I know, I know, I know. We're back once again. I uh, want a big shout, House Party, uh, King Coon. One shout, Daz. Who else? Who else? Shout out the Muscle Team. Sus Cartel. Yeah, Sus Cartel. Shout out to everybody on that wave right now, the Patterson wave. We, yes. You don't want to miss it. We got a lot of exclusives coming up. Um, so make sure you stay, keep it locked right here. Uh, for everybody that's listening or watching on the Ustream, you can go to hiphopforsport.com, click the link. The Ustream link is there. The uh, Weebly link is there. You can listen or watch us live. Uh, we do want to introduce our in-studio guests right now. Yeah. Deja Green. Yes. And her trainer, Mr. <laughs> Barry Porter, one time. Give it up for Yes. I want to thank y'all for welcome, joining us. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so we gotta, I'm going to just read off some of your accolades. All right. So two-time Herald News Player of the Year. Uh, you led Eastside to uh, a St. County Tournament Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, MVP, three-time uh, first team All-American, all for State County. Uh, finished your career with over 1,400 points. Um, selected to play in the North-South All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. Averaged 21 points, five rebounds. Uh, I mean, the list honestly could go on. Yes. The, the Star Ledger top 20 as a junior, and that's in basketball. This is all basketball. Athlete. But right now, you're dominating boxing. So <laughs> let's talk about how, how you went from being such a you know such a, a stellar basketball player to getting into boxing well um i started uh boxing um, to get my footwork right for basketball okay uh, my coach hated it at the time because he said it was too but you you already dominating he yeah. wanted you to just, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, he just like he, he, he wanted me to be a little bit more uh passive as far as on the floor okay you know my teammates it's a team sport right but um I went to the gym and I just kept seeing this guy, man. This guy sit with shades on. He don't talk to nobody. 
<laughs> don't do nothing. And I, you know, I was getting good at the time. I was messing with uh, Eddie Johnson. I mean, yeah. My my classmate's father at the time. I was I was messing with him, and he left. You know, it was just. Just messing around. Coaching and training. He was just training me a little bit. Not really training me, but you know, just telling me what to do and stuff. I really wasn't doing much, you know. Right. But I know I love the sport. I wanted to get better. So I just kept every time I would come in the gym, I would stay so long because I wanted to learn. I wanted to soak everything. I was like a sponge. I was so interested, but I ain't have no skills. <laughs> it wasn't good. Right. And then I just kept staring at this guy just sitting over here and everybody would ask me little pieces like, you know, what should we do with this? And so I finally went up to him, you know, he said something to me, but I, I could never tell if he was looking at me or not. <laughs> you know, so I went over there and I'm saying, you know, can you train me? He like, he took the shades off. He said to me, like, yeah, I'll train you. But if I train you, you got to be here every day. You got to do exactly what I say when I say it. And, and that's how it's going to work. And, and, this, and the person we're talking about is Barry Porter. Is Mr. Porter, right? Porter. <laughs> so, and, um, huh? he, you know, we've been stuck like loops since then. And I was only about 16 at the time. So, once you started training, once you started getting the footwork, was there, was there something about, I guess, the training that, that attracted you to boxing? Or how did you know you wanted to leave basketball behind and, and go into boxing for well, my stepfather used to always watch the sport a lot. Like, he used to watch uh, Mike Tyson a lot. And I used to watch it. I liked it. And then um, when I came to, you know, to the gym and I started learning a little bit and I started getting better and working with Barry, I just loved it. Like, you had to put me out the gym. And I was messing with Eddie Johnson. <laughs> Eddie Johnson was throwing me in here with my ex-boyfriend and stuff, letting him spar me and just crazy stuff. So I started hating it. I just like making the sounds. But when I started training with Barry, is when I started to really fall in love with the sport. And I just didn't want to be bothered with basketball. But at the time, I was nominated All-American. Right. Like, I was, yeah, I was yeah, yeah, big yeah. stuff. So I had college coaches sitting in my living room while I was at the gym. <laughs> I still have to put her out the gym, man. Yeah. I, I turned the lights out, man. Like, yo, I don't have no uh, 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 scholarship here. For you. Right. <laughs> Guys sitting in the living room, go home. All right, give me one more round. Give me one more round. Five rounds later, give me one more round. <laughs> Finally, I turned the lights out. So, let's go. You gotta go. so Mr. Yeah, Porter, did you see something in her as you were sitting there just watching? Drive. You seen the drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. always had that. Yeah, always had drive that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Was know. she easy to coach and train? She, she's very easy to train. You know, I, I wish I had more like her. Oh. You know, uh, I can teach her something once or twice, and she got it from then on. You know, yes. if you're, there's, there's guys, there's pros that I, that I train. And I have to go over with them a hundred times and spend on it. You know, right. she's real. So, let, uh, your, your early fight, like your first, your first amateur boxing experience, what was that like? Was it? Yeah. I was so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I was nervous, but I trusted my trainer. I trusted everything we went through, and I knew, and I still know to this day, um, just certain, you know, certain things that he's instilled in me that. Nobody is ever going to train the way we train. Word. There's times I can really walk and it pays off. Right. You know, like nobody is training the way we're training. Um, so with that said, you're, you're currently ranked number one? I'm ranked number one in the country. Number one in the one country. In the you up that yes. That's right home. That's, that's not as in right here. So all right. What did you what's your record? Um six and oh. Six and oh. 
Uh, what do you have coming up? Uh, I have the National Golden Gloves mm. in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, okay. July 7th to 11th. And that's actually, like, it's a special tournament. Um, they give you belts and stuff like that. That's also a ranking tournament. But they are, they're going to be inducting Layla Ali and Ann Wolf. Yeah. Into yeah. the So that's going to be big because wow. those right. two are never around each other. Right. So it's going to be yeah, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's, that's amazing. Uh, what about the Olympics? Uh, the Olympics. My weight class isn't currently in the Olympics. Okay. okay. But I'm, I'm right now, me and Barry, we're raising so many eyebrows. They want him to come out and train a couple of the other girls. I'm um, actually the gold medalist. Me and her are really good friends. So every time she goes to camp to prepare for a really hard fight, she feels like I'm the only person that can give her the type of sparring that's going to make her work. Um, they are planning on taking me to the Olympics, actually. I just found out recently. Um, but right now, I will I can qualify in the world to be number one in the world. Right. And that's just as good as me, you know, because it's the Olympics. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Number one in the world, Absolutely. So. That's definitely something to work towards. Now, is this the Olympics that's that's coming up in 2016? Yeah. I read something. Mm-hmm. So the fight that you're getting ready to have, is this to help you get into those Olympics? Or? Uh, no, not necessarily. This fight, uh, most of my fights are international. Really? Go, I go when I, I train with the, at the Colorado Olympic Training Center, but Barry's still my trainer, so I'm getting more, most like I, I like to get ready here. You yes. understand that? So this fight is actually within the United States. You know, we see what competition comes out. You know, to fight. I'm still number one in the nation, so you, you know, you get girls that come from all over, and as far as the United States is concerned, to fight at this tournament. How did that feel when you were told you were number one? And you just... I, mean, I just remember crying because I, I, my my teammate was there, Macho, my boy Macho. He's a you know FOB. We still face off boxing in a sense, like we're under you know Barry's brand. So it's like a couple of us that he really gave that quality training to, that attention to, which a lot of people don't get. You know, people gotta understand we get a uh, personal training. His personal training costs up to three hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? But we don't. He doesn't, you know, we don't have to pay that. Like, he gives us that, and we, we all are a team. So he came with me on a trip, and I just remember hugging him and crying. You know, I ain't hugged a man like that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was really but he was hugging me back, crying, and the first person I called was Barry. And I think Barry cried too. He's going to deny it, but he cried. I cried on the phone. I think so too. I think so too. And then my mom was right there. She was there already. She was crying, and then I, I, call, I called Chant. I know y'all know Chant, yes. Kenny Hope, Rated and, you know, his yeah. son, that's like my brother, so I called him, and he just, that, that pit, you know, the voice, he talked, I told you, I told you, like, <laughs> so it was big, like, I would never forget that moment. Nice. Um, Mr. Porter, how would you describe Shadeja, her style, uh, her, her strengths, how would you descri- describe her in the ring? She's, uh, uh, well, first of all, she can do anything, she can box. You can sit there and punch. I mean, if I go on my phone right now, you can see her blood. Yeah. You can see her blood. It's not her blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not her blood. And she's sparring all the pros. Okay. You know, she's sparring. However we get to work, we get to work. What I'm going to do next is I'm going to start taking her out to, to other gyms. Okay. You know, I mean, they, they heard about her, but I want them to experience her right. firsthand. Right. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you guys out there, watch out because we're coming. Yes, absolutely. Sir, watch out. You heard it here we're first. <laughs> right here on Hip Hop for Sport Live. You heard it. Shadeja is coming. We want to transition real quick uh, to a fight that um, 
that went down last night, the uh, Deontay Wilder fight. I didn't see the fight. You didn't, you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, I think you said you, you caught it. Um, he did he did win uh, by TKO in the ninth round. Um, a lot of people think that it wasn't his best performance, um, as well as my man, Dreek, who's on the line. I think we got Dreek on the line. Dreek, you there? Dreek, you Dreek in the building? Yeah, what's going on, brother? How you? Yo, he's just, he's just fucking me up. <laughs> he out there blowing it down <laughs> the south, enjoying that south life. But let's talk about this Deontay Wilder fight. Uh, give me your take on it. I know you mentioned that you you weren't um, impressed. Yeah, got Deontay Wilder right now, he's a paper champion. He's a paper champion. He's a paper champion. Sheesh. I'm tired of the hype. I'm over the hype now. He got 33 knockouts to 33 with 34 wins. It's time for him to, to start fighting top 10 contenders. If it's not a top contender, he'd need like Antonio Tarver or give him Shannon Brick. I'm tired of these bum blowers. You, you sound pretty upset. I'm very, <laughs> <laughs> very upset. Because I've been arguing, I've been arguing with casuals and boxing fans all day about the You're Yonce disrespectful Wilder. on the phone today. said casuals. That's that well, Florida right, so, weather. Hold on, let me, let me play devil's advocate real quick. He did have the fracture in his, uh, I guess, uh, his, his right uh, fist or something like that. And maybe that's why he had a slow start yesterday and he wasn't as dominant as I know you said you, you wanted him to be. Um, what's your take on that? Um, I, he had that fight with Vermeer Stavern a while back. He could have knocked Vermeer Stavern because I consider Stavern B-class a good contender. So that was a good fight. As far as him breaking his hand, he had plenty of time to recover. It's just that he doesn't have boxing skills like that. He's, he's not going to hold on to that belt too much longer. He has to be a little bit more polished. So, so I don't know about the, 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 the pin in his fingers. So, pick, so right gonna, now you... He's going to finish Eric Molina, who's a bum ball. He's going to finish it. But would you, would you say Molina fought up? You know, being that it's a, uh, you know, a, um, a heavyweight uh, title fight that maybe Molina fought up and um, Wilder was just being a little cautious with the hand, just getting back into the ring after the injury. No, not at all. I think him being in Alabama and trying to put on a show, he just wasn't able to... I mean, he did the job. He knocked him out. That's what he's supposed to do. Right, true. But against Eric Molina... He, I mean, even though he beat Chris Ariola, to me, he's a bum brawler. <laughs> he's coming off five fights off a C-level C level guy. My thing is, Yancey Wilder now, with 33 knockouts to his name and a U.S. heavyweight champion, he got to show me now that he's a real champion. Okay, so if they're not going to give him that in the top 10, give him someone like Antonio Tarver. You know what I'm saying? I want Hold to Hold on one I second. A- Hold on one second. We have uh, Shadeja Green here in the studio. And uh, you want you want to comment on that? Yeah, yeah. Um, see, you know, you, you kind of got to, being that I'm in the field of boxing, I know a little bit about it. I learned a lot from that. At the end of the day, the, the only way that Deontay Wilder is going to, you know, become the opposite of what he's saying is, is, is he, if he needs to experience these things. They're building him up the correct way. You gotta understand. Like he doesn't have a big amateur background. He started late. Gotcha. You gotta get on paper and fight these fighters. Gotcha. There is no other A 
elite ha- athletes as far as heavyweights concerned. Right. The holy fails and the Mike Tyson's are done with. Right, the age is over. It's, that's it. In right. this era, we have Deontay Wilder, and he beat the, the, the supposedly top fighter that was put in front of him. The only way that you can get better in this game, this which is it's not a game, is to experience it. Right. In order, you gotta get in the ring. You gotta get this. Experience. So you 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 don't see him as a paper champion. I see you respect him for what, he what he's. Is. He fights the way he fights. He knows how to win, and that's just that. And that's what it's about. His his chin, his heart, his commitment to the sport, everything that he's supposed to be will be tested when they put, you know, an A-class fighter in there. Until then, respect that man for what he's doing because he is the face of heavyweight boxing for now. Gotta respect that. Let's go suck. I do respect that. The thing is, he's an Olympian, and... The, the, the reason why I call him a paper champion is you look at Deontay Wilder, he's a marketable beast. You can market him. You can hype him. You can build him. He looks good. And he's going to talk the talk. But me being a boxing fan, die hard, I want to see I want to see him. Like when he fought Vermeer, that was that was a dope matchup. And, I, you know, Berger came in, overtrained. He lost the true. After that, it shouldn't be no Eric Molina. It shouldn't be, you, you shouldn't fight a B-level fighter and then jump all the way down to a B-level or C-level fight. That's just my opinion. Uh, okay. I'm going to name a couple of boxers and you tell me your first uh, reaction when I say that name. Alright? Um, so, let's start with Muhammad Ali. Hard. Mm. Hard. True. Okay. Respect uh, that. Layla Ali. No words for Layla. No, no words. words. No words. No words. No words. No words. <laughs> and that's surprising, but yeah, yeah. I'm not a Layla Ali fan. No? No. Why is that? Yeah, why is that? Because I, I don't feel like she earned what it is that she had. Oh, now, okay. she's a paper champion to me. Really? She didn't fight who she's supposed to fight. And, and he uh, disagrees with me sometimes. <laughs> but uh, you got, uh, to me, I like Ann Wolf better. Ann okay, Wolf was what a you beast. Saying. Yeah. And they offered her, like, you know, it was a money issue that that, that fight went. But if that fight would have happened, so you're saying she would have trashed Layla. Alone. She would have trashed Layla. Because of, who she you know, her last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, isn't that a part of the game now as well? Mm. Name recognition is what kind of draws the ticket. I mean, not that it's fair, but uh, you got, like, you know, Khan, Amir Khan. To me, he's not the best fighter, but, he, he you know, he draws the gate. And so therefore he gets he gets a lot of you well, know. Amir Khan does this he, he does okay for him because of his speed and his following. Right, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. is his words. You gotta put behinds and seats. And right. if you can do that, you gotta be successful. Which is the same thing for Layla Ali. Well you no know, name she recognition, she people yeah, know her. Okay, so okay. They, she puts behinds and seats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. but I, I do understand what you're with where you're coming from with the paper champion thing. Yeah, but yeah. um do, you see yourself fighting? Um, I think I'd be too much for it. Really? Oh, nice. I like and I respect, I respect everybody in front of me. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, but um, me and Layla. She don't want that work? We, we don't train the same. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. We don't I like that. We don't do the same. 
I nice. won the fight in the gym when I when I got when I got a limp out or run out my training session or get try to get away from Barry. I won the fight <laughs> there when I'm getting in there with my guys. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Okay, that's what it is. Got a couple more names. Floyd Mayweather. The greatest. Yes. The greatest. The greatest. Hands yes. Down. Hands down. The greatest. The greatest. So, so greatest. wait, hold up. So Muhammad. Heart. <laughs> All right. Uh, George Foreman. Uh, beast. Big beast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but the greatest. Okay, so uh, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, Flash. <laughs> Flash. Um, okay, Timothy Bradley. Will. Pernell Whitaker. Uh, see, I that's said the greatest too. already. Uh, that, that, he's a monster. Everything. That's everything. That's the wrong word for Pernell Whitaker. Pernell Whitaker is untouchable. Untouchable. Word. Untouchable. Word. 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 Defense. Uh, I got a name. Shadeja Green. <laughs> <laughs> the when future. You, the future. When you look at her, you think of her spawn fight. You have to imagine Floyd Mayweather. Those are some great names to be associated with. Absolutely. And that's a full bag you just put there. Right. It's hard for her. It's hard to hit her. I mean, she, she, she really gets hit. We okay. work on this all the time. Yeah. Footwork. Footwork. Legs are great. Hey, what's up? This your boy Young Jack Thriller with HipHopForSport.com And we over here on the 16 and Better set. What are you doing? I didn't think much. I started 16 and better, I was, I, I do the BET Hip Hop Awards every year, uh, working with ThisIs50.com. I was on the red carpet, I was interviewing a lot of people that was on the carpet that was supposed to be inside the BET Cypher, and some of them I didn't know, and I was like, yo, who are these people? And where do they come from, and why do they get to be on this show? So I was like, you know what, I need to come up with my own Cypher. A credible place where people can get their rights of passage to even be on a show like that. And you know, somebody might blow up. Well, first of all, I fucks with Jack Thriller. Then I saw he was doing 16 or better. And once I saw it, I knew it was a perfect platform for me to expose just brand new Jersey MCs. I'm the problem with no answer. All I do is nail beats, so you know I got that hammer. More bars than a slammer, authentic like a Louis bag. Just trying to keep my pockets heavy, that's the only reason you should say. 16 the better right now, rocking with Jack Fuller, man, over here doing what I think. Yeah, we got the 16 the better mixtape going on right now. If y'all want to be part of that situation, 16 the better at gmail.com. Go ahead and promote yourself and use this platform right here. I think sports and hip hop are very synonymous because it's a workout, man. You have to constantly be on your craft. You have to approach hip hop as an athlete. You got to work out that muscle every day. Your brain is your muscle. You gotta work that out. You gotta learn how to do them jump shots inside of your brain. You gotta learn how to do them schemes inside of your brain. That's exactly how I want people to approach 16 or better.
track on oh, let dies go to work for me <laughs> hip-hop for sport live exclusive let's go, go. to him da sure you need the z baby oh in the building in the lab like i'm dexter came home lay the lyrics on my dresser huh. bring a beat i suggest you bring a stretcher no flexing army vest couldn't even protection <laughs> hannibal like the jeffrey dom eating rappers without effort <laughs> Hollow tips of dissection When I spit, man, I swear your hottest is my regular It ain't never been a thing to let it ring On the track, niggas know I'm the king I never say just to say, I swear I say what I mean Nightmares, having dreams, haters taking my cream But I would never fail, you gon' need a better scale And bring a weight out of state, niggas can excel Cause I came with the oxygen Ain't like again after the first bar Probably think I need some oxygen Nah, now I'm running from the cops again Already got bars, but I'm running from the cops again Pussy niggas pressing charges and they gossiping About who the hottest, but DAZ I just box him in. Box him in. Take a trip six feet for a long damn time. Will you hit me on the beat? I be feeling the leap cause rappers ain't really rapping, but I be rapping. Kendrick had to get them all in their feet. I'ma sit them back down. I don't see the competition. Never do a digital. My bars go in compositions. Ever since a youngin', I've been on the drama mission. Picked up the pen, I bitches jockin', claiming that I'm terrific. <laughs> all kind of bitches, all kind of drugs, sticky green, purple slime, delicious. Don't wanna hear it if it ain't about the comma bitches. I fuck them all like they was in the vagina business. I got, uh, I'm a young nigga, flexin'. Hey, uh, Girl from Texas. Hey. Uh, real nigga in session. Hey. Uh, swear straight through it in session. Uh. uh, put the gang in my session. Uh, freestyling on finesse. They be talking, but they know that I'm the best. And I be bitching like a rebel. Uh. Me and Scrap, uh, cut. Uh. That's your girlfriend, she tryna go up. Uh, uh. When I roll through, you know I'm so up. Uh, uh. Niggas like they act tough. Uh, <laughs> I ain't scared, man, you know I'm gonna cut. Uh, gonna get a buck. Yeah, give it up, Mark. Okay, okay. DAZ live, hip hop for sport live. The boy went in. Yes, sir. I'm just ready to do this shit I got. At Hip Hop for Sport. Even though if I'm living this life. Patterson, we lit. Yes. Couple bands on my lip and my vibe. We do still have Ron Faze on it, though. We chopped it up with him a little bit earlier, uh, but we forgot to get into uh, some of the diabetes stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, everyone that knows me know that I'm very serious about the diabetes awareness stuff. Say that. It's yep. home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, as you know. Yes, yes, sir. You know firsthand, like I do. Yes. Fellow um, so diabetic. It's it's important that we do what we can to raise awareness. Yes, make sure yeah. We can try to put a stop to yes, us getting it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, so October eleventh, I want I want to see all of y'all at the diabetes walk this year. Oh, they'll be um, there. They got no. My team got no choice. Okay, right. they got no choice. They'll all be there. Right. Right. I know. I know you and Longsworth. Y'all, y'all, y'all toughed it out with me in the rain last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Saying, team Steve, face, man, give me a breast on that, bro. Yeah, yeah. We want to. We want to make sure everybody's in the cold I'm, I'm the I'm the chairperson for planning for the diabetes man, that's walk. That's awesome, bro. Yes, so, that's awesome. So uh, nice. uh, along with Shadow. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, in a team of other people, we're putting together the diabetes walk. And we want to make sure it's the biggest walk that New York has ever That's seen. Dope, and it, it, it nice. will be. That's it will be. Um, you know, we 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 uh we see the ugly side of cancer, so they support the cancer walk. We yeah. we we see the ugly side of uh, AIDS, so they support the AIDS walk. Right. But um, you know, diabetes is killing more people than both of those every yeah, year. Yeah, say that. Say and that. it's it's really ugly. Say that. And I, I know, like from like what I said, from personal experiences. Yes, you know, you have these episodes. Yes, sometimes. Sir. And I've actually missed uh, a show or two here uh, due to having a couple of those episodes. So they they really diabetes is tough. Yes, and, if, and if you're not making people aware of the damage that it could do to you and how it could break your body down, right, and, some, you know, some, all the stuff that it does. So, so people don't know. That's right. why it was don't in, know. That's no why idea. that's and why it was real important, you know, for us to get out there last year with the walk in the rain, yeah. in the cold, on the water, but but that's where some of the genius came yes, from. Indeed. And that's that's what allowed Ron to now be chairman right. of the Say planning that. board. Uh, and wanting to bring me in on that is that. you know yeah. really dope. So. Y'all, y'all see us in these team phase on hats, you mm-hmm. know. That's our diabetes team. Um, you know, his last name is not Faison like mine, but he's a part of a big, a huge contributor, yes. a huge Word. part of Team Faison. Word. And uh, we raised the fifth highest amount for a team in New York State last yeah. year. Yeah, Which is pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It's so, pretty awesome. So we, you know, like, oh, they know what they're doing over yeah. there. Let's, yeah. let's give them this here. Playing the walk next year. Yeah, that's essentially you know what, what they did. That's exactly <laughs> what they did. Essentially, there's a lot of things that people tend to look past just because Word. of a certain stigma. Like, Word. you know, that some people, of course, you're going to know somebody who has some type of yeah, cancer. Yeah. Of course, you may know somebody who had uh, probably had AIDS or HIV, Word. but the diabetes thing is overlooked. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. know somebody that would have it, right. but you would still overlook it because yep. it's just like not one of those top. Because people don't think it's ugly. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's very they, don't, ugly. they don't see yeah. the ugly sides of it. They don't know that there's eight amputations uh, uh, a week mm-hmm. in, in in New York City alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A diabetes related, and I could be wrong. I think it may be an eight a day. Yeah, I think it's eight a day. Eight a day. Eight amputations. And, and you know that's like people don't know that last night I ain't sleep because of numbness in my feet. You know what I'm right. saying? Like wow. they don't they don't know that. Yeah. I was late today because I, I had to take a nap because I didn't get no sleep last yeah. night because I, I was in so much pain. Word. But that's the stuff that we deal with as diabetics. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important to be transparent and let people see. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Because yeah. you never, you never, like, you know. Word. Yeah. I didn't say that to y'all. Y'all yeah. would never. Like, yeah. Yeah. What we're going to do as family, though, is we're going to make sure that awareness works. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need. It's all about awareness. Okay. You know, Ron, we definitely going to have to go up to the show 
Yeah, he already put yeah, that out there. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to get that. Yeah, man, give me going. a seat. Hey, Ron, give me a seat. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bring my headphones, all right? <laughs> yeah. got to get ready give to me rap. A seat. So I checked on Instagram. I seen some Uh-oh. Uh, associated with Meet me, Fetty Wap. Yes. Okay. Oh, what's, what's going on with that? All right, so we're, we're doing a Fetty Wap contest. Uh, uh, we're, we're doing a concert July 8th at Stage 48 uh, in New York City. It's a Wednesday night. And uh, we wanted to give... Uh, the fans an opportunity to meet Fetty Wap. Uh, he, he's he's we know him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's from here, so we, we're familiar with him. But it's people that are just getting to know him and they love him. Like they, right. they you, you should see. I'm gonna show y'all the Hi. DMs. I'm gonna show y'all the DMs. I was gonna ask you, <laughs> able to keep up with them DMs. Bro. All right, so what? Let me tell you what happened, right? I'll tell you what happened. We we, we, we did a what's name, right? We we did we started the contest. I, I had maybe 15 submissions. 15 DMs people wanted to meet Fetty Wap just from from my promotion and you know right. you know just them seeing what me and my team were doing and then Fetty posted the joint yo right. no lie madness no I never saw this ever in my life is that where the video came from that you posted yeah the video was right after he posted the amount of followers it and, it didn't and stop. the DMs we got we probably got 500 DMs Instagram maxed us out at 239 dms but every time i check 20 a whole nother 20 will come just up. drop right in so nice. so i'm gonna estimate about 500 dms wow. of people that wanted to meet fetty wap nice. and um it was a little overwhelming i ain't gonna yeah. lie and, and, and you know some people sometimes people okay, don't understand when you <laughs> you know when you when you don't when you don't when when you know there's rules and regulations right. to every contest right so, so I, you know, I've been cursed out more in the last week or so than I've been now, in who, my who whole who life. Our guest, Zena. Yes, and we know what up. What up, what up? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And baby. Well, tell us how you found baby. We found each other, man. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. Um, What was that? The Talib Kweli joint? Talib Kweli show. I didn't see her rock, right? But um, she seen me, and that night I happened to be up on the speakers and shit. Wow. <laughs> right? That's not uncommon, though. No. Yeah, 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 and yeah. But for, you know, it was the first time she had seen me. Okay. And I didn't see her. So I was kind of dealing with a stalking situation that night that kind of like uh -uh. distracted me to the left. <laughs> okay. And Shorty did her set already. But Talib was like, yo, I got, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get on the turntables. Who got bars? And I just hear Shorty. So I'm yapping over here, but I hear it. Right. 
So uh, moving along to uh, like a month later, Common Sense had a show. And I decided to go out. They showed me hella love on front row. Got my uncle from out of town. He enjoying it. She happened to be the opener, bro. And um, came on stage almost like, you know, the same shit I was doing. Full band and DJ queued up. And all I heard was her. All I seen was her. You feel me? We had a conversation. And she's like, yo, I seen you at the Talib show. And uh, we talked for about two hours. We ain't turned out, you know. It's only been like a year and a half. We've been rocking and rolling. That's what's up. When did you find, you know, the, the type of sound that you wanted to put out and, and being you know, compared the, the, to some of the older ones? The sound kind of came on its own, you know what I mean? I kind of let that happen organically and say, all right, what do I want to do? Because I'm, I'm an eclectic artist, so it's like, mm-hmm. I'll rock, I'll do a rock song, I'll do a country song, then right. I'll do a pop song, and then I'll do a rap R&B, and then I'll just do a rap rap, you know what I mean? So my sound kind of bounces all over the place depending on what I'm feeling inside emotionally, you know what I mean? But you always felt like music would be your destiny. Yeah. You always think yourself being a musician? Yes. Always. Always. From young, I mean, I grew up idolizing my brother who was doing it in a, in a heavy right. metal scene. You know okay. what I mean? And I was watching him on stage. He was doing Broadway when I was a kid kid. So I've always grew up looking at the stage like that's where I want to be. And then when I finally found that I could write poems. Wait a minute. I could write rhymes. Wait a minute. I could write songs. Nice. You know what I mean? And then I got to this place where I'm like, this is definitely where I want to be. And it right. took, it came a point, I think it was Missy did the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, was, that was when was, it stuck that in That was when it was like, let's tell the story right, Everybody nigga. was tweeting, yeah. who is this new artist out on the Super Bowl? Yeah. And it blew my fucking mind. I'm sorry, I don't know. No, you're person. good. <laughs> it blew my mind. And I'm like, what is going on? So it made me realize that the generation of today do not know these great female MCs. That changed my life. So I felt like they needed to be bowed down to and they needed to be shown a little bit of respect. So we did the pay homage in order to show them like we still with you. You know what I mean? Let's rock this. Hopefully you listen to this song and then you go listen to the original right after you right. do that. Yeah. Say. I hear that. Yes. Yeah. Yo, I've been the problem since birth, I was a C-section So you fucking with me, should never be questioned And those who never believed, i never be stressing I just send them tickets to the no space section And did I mention I've been working with some of the greats? Like Red Alert and Z, nothing we rockin' the crates Got Island Bass in the back, just droppin' the brakes And all the unfuckwittables up in your face Yeah, try me, I double-dog dare ya But you get in my bubble, I hope trouble don't scare ya Cause whenever you fumble and you mumble, I'll hear ya And I come up to your hood on the double just Sicker than an overweight drinker with an older Kate liver Cause he overdrank liquor So you ain't fucking with it in the summer or the winter Everybody wanna picture now Go figure Like the basketball No love in hip-hop Cause I've been cut the ratchet off You blasting off back and forth Cause you bastard soft Nigga, I ain't off that Dealing with these catty bros And savvy frauds Run your mouth I may smack it off And backing off That's the best thing for you to do Cause you don't have no idea What these guys will do to you If I tell them it's a problem They gon' want a funeral Slit you down the middle If I tell them it was two of you Bring your boy band And I bet they find a group of you Buried in the basement They gon' have to bring the super through huh. 
on lock, but I got the key. Green light, homie, ain't nobody stopping me. Who up next? And they say probably me. And even though I don't reply, I agree. Come on, one more track. Let's get one more track. We got shock in the building. Yes, sir. Look out for perception on the way. Dropping this month. Dropping this month. We want to thank you for coming up. Big shout to Dreek and Scrap in the field. Hopefully they're enjoying the show. Scrap. Bagwell. We're going to turn up the headphones yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I think it's the next one right there. Okay. Look, they got me feeling I'm that nigga, yo. Hey. But I ain't that nigga. I'm just getting bigger than before. You know you rising when you start the enterprise. And yeah, I got a couple dollars. I decided to do it my way. Ain't nothing you can say about that. You can choose to run with him. If not, step back. But matter of fact, if you ain't with him against him, it's game over. And now you gotta worry about the fact you get rained over. I'm the same soldier, I ain't changed a bit. Gotta love that it's in my blood, so y'all don't change for shit. That's why niggas show me love every time I spit. They know they fucking with a thug, but the game is flipped. I'm on my way to being famous. Why y'all remain nameless? I'm trying to put best new artists before my name is. I ain't one of them lame kids that always say the same shit. I'm the only nigga that's able to change the game, bitch. Money talks, I'm speaking my own language. Only broke niggas is mad. You gon' hate this. Yeah, I said it, give a fuck how you feel. I'm signing myself, nigga, creating my own deal. It takes a business, man, to understand the real. Before I finish, man, I demand about a mill. I'm trying to see some land, I'm thinking maybe Brazil. And yeah, I know it's in my reach. If you ain't got it, don't speak, I don't sleep. This rap shit is a test, but I don't cheat. I don't need to to pass, I'm ahead of my whole class. I hold math, I could jump in that six and go fast. Hold the cash, hold some ass, but I still don't crash, nigga. Hey. So who the fuck you niggas talking to? Mention me and why the fuck would I talk to you? See, I'm a boss, so when I speak, I'ma talk the truth. Do the same, otherwise keep walking, dude. Yo, 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 keep walking, dude. Yo, my man, keep walking, dude. See, I'm a boss, so when I speak, I'ma talk the truth. They do the same, otherwise tell me who you gonna compare me to. These girly fools wearing fairy shoes. Scary news, call another dude's bays and booze. Say the truth, cause we all know it's gay you. I ain't homophobic, but you'll never be my favorite dude. Wearing dresses, who the fuck is you gon' cater to? It's time to go and down the road, is they gon' stay with you? But I expect I expected more from it. Kirkland. Did make, but my point is just just to continue. My point is, if you think boxing is missing something, then you need to, you need to check that fight out. Is there a lot of who who do you think is the top fighter right now? Who, I was who, about to ask. The top in this sport right now, because let's say let's say we don't we you know Mayweather retires after this next fight. Who are the top names? Who are the most relevant fighters right now? Most exciting mm-hmm. fighters uh, for, for fans. Answers. Andre Ward. Adrian Broner, uh, GGG. Yeah. Uh, so we got Ward, we Terrence got Broner, Crawford. GGG. Terrence Crawford on the rise. On the rise. GGG. Uh, Loman Shanko. <laughs> 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 too green, too green. Yeah. Nicholas Walters. <sighs> Who else? Uh, you know what? You might, y'all might be surprised to hear this. But I'm not. I'm not. It's not. I'm not a uh, a big boxing fan. <laughs> Say what? No. <laughs> How does that work? So you don't watch boxing? I mean, no. 
You don't watch boxing. You don't study it at all. You don't. I've been fighting 27 years. I feel you. So it's not you gonna be able to show me that guy study. I don't already know. I know. I know that Roy Jones is one of your favorite fights. The favorite. Right. You saw his last two fights. Yeah. He went even twice in like a month. And, yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to fight Marco Huck for the cruiserweight title. You know what? I talked to Roy and um I was I was asking. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> I had to get I that in here. Give us a call, call up or whatever. Call up to Roy. <laughs> I but asked him, I, um I asked him, I spoke to him on the phone one time. You know he worked my corner for one of my fights yeah. a couple years ago. So I was talking to him and I um, I said, you know, a lot of people think you're done. To me personally, I think you still can rock. Right. And he was like, he said, I'm going to be done in a little while. But he said, I started my career at 160 and I won a title at every weight class I fought at. Right. And, and, I, and he skipped cruiserweight right. and went to, became heavyweight. the heavyweight champion. So so he wants to win cruiserweight, the cruiserweight champion, title. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll hang the gloves. I think he got a chance. I was going to say, so you think he got a chance got to do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mark. Yeah, I, think Roy Jones, I think Roy Jones is, is an interesting fighter to watch coming back to the game. Um, in the last couple fights I've seen, he looked better than his opponents. <laughs> he still looks like, yeah, like it's still I, there. He can still pop you. I think you, could, I think you would fare very well at 147. I know you could chip a lot of dudes up at 147. Oh, right, that's I what know we you can. Know. Like, you what is next? I'm not going. I'm not going to talk about the top five, but I know you could chip some welterweights. Do you see yourself fighting past 40 like Roy Jones and all of them? You know what? It depends on how them checks they look and they offer me. <laughs> 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 I mean, word, if, word. I mean, if, if they're gonna offer me seven figures. So if they did offer that. you the right check, do you think you're ready for it? It's or all about the check. If I ain't ready, I'm gonna get ready. Okay. And how long does it take Kendall rated R halt to get ready? To get ready, typically I've I've gotten ready in about twelve rounds. Ooh, that, that, that get my heart pumping. <laughs> twelve rounds. I see you working now, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've been working out my whole my entire life, so it takes me. Uh, generally, I can get ready in about six weeks. Oh, okay. okay. So you're ready to go. Have you yeah, got any offers? Just, any offers to just get in the ring? You know what, I got offers, they were just, the timing was wrong. Right. I mean, and, and I'm a veteran. I man. want you ready, dog. I mean, because I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah, I appreciate I want it. you ready. I appreciate it. You know what it is? Patterson Zoo. You know what it is? <laughs> now, nowadays, I'm, I'm 33, and, you know, I'm in, 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 sport, in sports, that's considered old. But you can come to the gym, and I, I sit there, and I bang with the best of them. Right, right. I, I spar people 180, 190 pounds. Right, right. And you'll be like, this little thing. And people come in the gym, look at me. Oh, I'm going to spar this little guy. And I go in there, and I, Give him I, the work. I put him down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it's, it's all about having the right situation. If, if I can get the, the right situation, then I'm, I'm going to fight until I can't fight no more. One last question. If you could make your ideal fight. Any two boxers, any two errors. What would your ideal fight? That's be? a fantasy what fight. Two, what two fantasy boxers fight. would you put together in the ring? Floyd Mayweather, Junior, Sweeping, Pernell Whitaker. Wow. Ah. Who, who, who's taking Classic. it? Classic. Who's taking it? <laughs> 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 that's, that's, a, that's a chess that's match. A good one. And, and that, it would have to be 15 rounds. 15 rounds. Absolutely. 15 rounds. 15 rounds, bro. Oh, I got that's days. work. Who's the greatest of all time? Bobby. Mm. No such thing. No such thing. No such okay. thing as the greatest of all time because you can be the greatest of your era. Okay. Okay. But me personally, I don't think you can because the sport has evolved. Okay. And the way we train, 
is different than the way people trained 30, 40 years right. ago. Right, right, so right, right. I think you can be the best of your era, rather than you could be the best of all time. HipHopForSport.com had the chance to catch up with two organizations sponsoring football camps in the city of Patterson. While one is in its eighth year, the other is starting his camp for the first time, but both share the same goal of helping the kids in the community. My name is Marcel Schiff from Patterson, New Jersey, former NFL running back, Arizona Cardinals, current running back coach for the New York Jets. We work with um, the Fourth and Inches Foundation. Um, we're a nonprofit organization, and um, we started the camp eight years ago. And as you know, it's a way to get back to the community and you know get back to the kids and you know just have a day for them. This is Marcel Shit eighth annual camp, and we started this eight years ago, and it's just been getting better and better each year. More NFL players and other boxers and other pro athletes just being being a part of our, what we're doing in different communities. We're running fundamental camps. Education is going to be the most important thing that you do in life. All right. I don't care how good you are, if your grades don't reflect that, you're going to be right here still. Even though it's a football slash cheerleading camp, I want to make sure that they understand that education is the number one thing. And, um, you know, and just learning some fundamental football skills. Like I said, I want to emphasize, you know, them being on top of their game with believing in their dreams and following them. And every day doing something to make that dream a reality. What's going on? You got Coach Rogers here rocking with HipHopForSports.com. Super proud. Just completed my first F&B Friends Now and Brothers uh, football all-star campaign in the city of Patterson. We had uh, about uh, just under 60 kids come up and show out. F&B started because we all are... Uh, different brothers from all over the city of Patterson from different neighborhoods and we all came together with a common goal when we wanted to start the Silk City Cardinals. So we say as friends we accomplish some things but as brothers we can accomplish more things together. Today we had uh, we had about a good uh, 13 Cardinal alumni come out to be assistant coaches. Their first time uh, now transition from being a player to a coach. You know, and they just prepared to do their big brother role. Corey Boys from Premier Catholic. I'm going into my junior year. My favorite position is defensive tackle, and I'm a defensive end too. I've been a Cardinal since since I, was, since I was little, so you know, always been around the program. I met the kids, you know, because I was in a position once upon a time, and I'm trying to give back to them just how somebody else gave back to me. My name is Keyshawn Holt. I've been playing football for six, seven years. I'm 12. I play running back, um, sometimes safety, cornerback. I like to come to these camps because it's fun and it helps me work out. When I get older, I want to play football in the NFL for the Giants. Well, whatever, whatever team recruits me. The future for F&B is looking real, real bright right now, you know, because uh, we have kids that's turning out. We have uh, some kids on Dean's list like Yamir Lowry, who's a student at Paramus Catholic. kid holds a 4.2 GPA right now, which is amazing for us. We use him as a big role model for kids who stress the academics. And he's a phenomenal football player. And then we have like Najee Clay, who just signed with Rutgers University. Now, Patterson has, in the last five years, we have four that made it to the NFL. We're trying to get five or better and keep going on the list long, 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 long. And follow me on Instagram, YVSN, or Facebook at Silk City Sports Rap, and Twitter, Silk City Sports Rap. Get with Coach Rod. This is the first year of many doing camps, personal training. I coach high school football at DePaul Catholic, going for my third state championship and possibly a national championship on the high school level. Yeah.
Dolce. I'm the dirty, but my shirt, no stain. These other rappers so lame. Give me a whole brain. She ain't even know my whole name. <laughs> Why so serious? No sleep. Eddie Murphy, I'm delirious. And I'm both so raw. More Eddie, plus I'm talking to my dog. About a trillion dollar plan. Visions of the bands, I can feel it in my hands. But we do want to introduce our in-studio guest, Coach Rogers, one more time. Yes. Give it up for him, man. It's, thanks. it's, uh, it's great to have you. Appreciate that. Um, so give them your, your rundown. I know you uh, coach at DePaul, two-time cha- two time champion. Back to back. DePaul, back. I see you got the jewelry on. Back to jewelry on. Back to back chips. I have my own camp called uh, FMB. means friends, now brothers. And we are charging $20 uh, admission. And it's open from fifth grade to uh, 11th grade in high school. And the only reason why we're charging, because every Saturday, we train, my Sioux City Cardinal organization, we train uh, this past Saturday. I had 72 kids that we train for free. Every Saturday, kids come train with us from 9 to 12. Every Saturday. Every Saturday at Eastside Football Field. And then on the other side, while we're charging, the Cardinals have flown to Florida two uh, two years in a row. Uh, our boys have played in Ohio, Virginia, right. Texas, and, uh, and Florida. And we've played teams from California at these tournaments, uh, team from Canada, team from uh, North Dakota, team from Atlanta. Uh, definitely uh, we played a team from Florida. And we run North Jersey football. I just want to definitely throw that in there. Say that. You know? Say that. <laughs> but, um, that's but why that, they told me. I was like, that's the guy. We got to get him. Yeah, yeah. but we that's, the, that's the only reason why we're charging because we're using that as a fundraiser to help out with our budget. And okay, uh, we clever. just started five, six, seven, and eight-year-old spring tackle. Never been done in Patterson. So we had now have spring tackle going on. And each helmet is $89. Brand new shoulder pads was $101 a piece. And we have 42 uh, between five to eight-year-old players on our team. And that's that stuff costs, yeah, it adds up, you know. Right? And adds we're up. nonprofit, and we've been around now ten years. And the donations and the sponsorship has been very minimum. Big shout out to uh, Mike Adams and Gerald Hayes of you know in the past being our backbone. Shout out to pop. Yeah. I spend more I mean? money going to sporting events than the clubs. When I when yeah. I said I'm going to do Silk City Sports Rap, I said no more clubs for me. I get invited to clubs all the time. They, they don't worry about their mission. But when a kid that I know, even if I didn't coach. I'll go. I'll go watch a game. I go yeah, sit at true. soccer games in here in Patterson. I'll go to the little league softball games. I'll go to the little league baseball games. I'm, I look Silk City Cards. We have football and basketball. Okay. Outside of our basketball games, I'm still in the gym watching other teams play. Not even to scout because I teach also in Patterson. So my students and Cardinals that play for our football team play on every other basketball team in the city of Patterson. Right. So I support our youth sports big time. You know what I'm saying? And I just wish I can get some people to say, you know what? I can't I can't give my time, but I can't give a donation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. look, we all hang out how we do. And I say, look, even if we pop a simple half pint, we do something. Hey, I want those Jordans. <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to give the Silk City Cardinals $50. Right. You know, and I ain't feeling like, oh, I just gave them $50. Look, I did that just because I wanted to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that program is going to other levels. People nope. can say what they want about us, but what we do know, we love our Cardinals. Right. They love us. We love our city. We hope our city love us yeah. because a lot of people say we're arrogant, we're this. No, we're focused on the movement. We talk with each one, teach one, hey, just save a child. Like I said, we got 240 plus kids in our program that we're open for sponsorship and mm-hmm. donations. 
you know would you say right now right the level of competition is i mean is it a little it's, a, it's declining as we go no um i'm glad you said that like today i was uh i was coaching i coached yes. for uh nuc called national underclassmen combine they were, I pushed them to hold a camp here in North Jersey, and I made sure I reached out to Kennedy and Eastside personally to get kids there because the little things of like that of the exposure. It's not the quality of the the the, the, the talent and the, the opponents that we're playing. Mm -hmm. It's the lack of exposure for our boys. It's yep. the it's the fact of getting them to seeing. True. You know what? I just ran a forty. I just did a broad jump. I just you know it's and it costs sixty dollars. So again, when we got more funds and let's right. say and this is why silk city sports rap because the amount of children that i personally train the camps that i pay for the cleats to this the supplies that we do for kids and even all the equipment that we bought we're raising the level of talent you know so there's not a decline there's just kids that's uh who's not being led the right way right who being coached up the right way it's i'm true. not gonna tell a kid hey you stink i can only play with this kid why this kid ain't here today guess what that kid, you know, let's say our, what they portray, violent streets take the kid. Let's say an injury take the kid. Right. Guess what? The game still got to go on. Absolutely. I'm the type, I train every player the same way and I push everybody. My name Anthony Green. I've been balling since birth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been more realistic. I've been balling since I can um, walk. So maybe three. Okay. Started dribbling around five with my pops, North Carolina. Uh, after that, I just fell in love with the game. You know what I'm saying? I've been chasing it. I've been getting it by myself. Right. I uh, went to high school in Jersey City, Henry Snyder okay. High School. Okay. No handouts, man. No handouts. Everything man. I don't want no handouts. So talk about uh, joining Jersey Express. Uh, it was during the Jersey Express, man. Fresh out of college, uh, 2013. Uh, I went there for summertime for a workout. I made the team actually played with them for one game, and then I switched over. I okay. mean, I left home. I feel like LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Staten Island. Uh, you know, what I mean, a couple things happened there, and then I just, I just had to find my way home. So 
this, this past a couple months ago, I found my way back to Marsha, Jersey Express owner. Shout out to Marsha Blunt. Yeah, you know. Found my way home, and I'm just ready to put on for Jersey. So Sunday the 21st at Kennedy High School, uh, Jersey Express will be hosting the first first, first combine. Combine. 12 teams. A lot of GMs. Players and, and uh, coaches and, and GMs. GMs will be there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you balling out there and you listen or you watching. If you balling, you really want to get it, man. Stop talking about it. Come down and get it. Say yeah, that. That's, that's, for that. Your, that. that's, that's for all you ballers life cats. Show up and show it. That's it. So and talk a little bit more about the, the combine. Uh, what, what should they expect when they come down to the combine? Uh, basically, when you come down to the combine, I mean, just bring your A game. You know, it's a lot of teams there. You got 12 GMs. You got a lot of players that's hungry. So when you come across hungry players, you got to be just as hungry. I mean, you're going to get eight. That's it. Right. Is it going to be games or drills or how is it? Uh, I mean, they should split it up. A lot of a lot of drills to get to know the players, the skills. I mean, what they contribute to the game, what they bring to the game. Right. We want to separate the guards from the big men. Right. Then after that, we're going to, I guess, start some scrimmages so the GMs can see how they, how they perform in-game situations. It's all about the best exposure possible. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's what it, I mean, coming out of college, you need that exposure. Right. To go pro, you need a professional resume, basketball resume, right. and ABA is definitely the stepping stone. Right, right, right. So, combine, are you signing to Jersey Express, Express or are you already there? Oh, I'm already signed. I'm already okay. signed, man. Franchise player. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so will you be there to try to help? pick out some of your new team players or uh, I mean hopefully I get my insight I mean I go there I mean give some advice to some of the players if they need me to perform then I'm gonna perform but I'm just there to help Marsha a lot of GMs I mean decide which players they want hopefully I get a lot of players for Jersey Express to come over so we can make this run what I what I like about I guess the combine is in this area there's like tremendous amount of talent okay if you if you go uptown you can go ball in any place you can see the talent that's out there I love the combine because hopefully it's gonna bring that talent to one place mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that we can all you know what I'm saying we can all check it out and then hopefully we'll see these people take it to that next level oh, yeah, yeah. is that what you expecting to happen at the combine this year I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping we get a lot of talent from all over I mean I just want guys to come in from all over guys that's hungry Guys that's tired of waiting for the opportunity yeah. to come and just come there ready to bite somebody's head off. Right. Now, when you say from all over, are you saying just New Jersey or the Tri-State uh, area or all over, all over? New Jersey, New York, some cats from Delaware, Virginia. All the guys coming out, man, they, they, they see the opportunity. They need the opportunity. Right. So I think we have somebody online. Let me let me see what's good. Uh, Marsha, you on the line? That would be me. Yes. <laughs> we got you finally. How you doing, Marsha? I'm listening and watching live. I'm well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for calling up Hip Hop for Sport Live. We're just here kicking it with Anthony. Okay. Oh, um, great, great. We saw you couldn't make it here with us, but you called up, yes. so that's just as good. Yes, that, that, that's important. Uh, got a lot of people trying to call in, so that's a beautiful thing. That is awesome. So <laughs> we got the combine coming up. Let's talk about that. Uh, the combine coming up this weekend. What should everybody expect from the combine? Well, they should expect um, not only some wonderful talent, um, as Anthony indicated, he's doing uh, such a wonderful job. Big nice up, to Anthony. have a hometown um, young man coming back home. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve owners, GMs uh, might have some agents there, all looking for talent to fill their team. Um, this is a real opportunity, and it's it's the first ever in New Jersey. The um, first and, ever. And, Big up for that. Big up for that. Big up to that. Big up to you. I don't know if 
has really ever done uh, a combine where they're actually bringing the teams to the players. Right. Right. And Which uh, is- I really have to give, um, you know, uh, my point guard, Jason Smith, uh, credit. Um, we collaborated. And uh, we think it's a great thing. You know, just for New Jersey, obviously, Patterson. Um, so it, it's, uh, we're excited. We're really excited. We are excited about it as well. Hip Hop for Sport yeah. will be there we will be uh streaming live from the event um we're going to be covering talking to a lot of the athletes there mm-hmm. um will there be drills or will there be scrimmages what what kind of things will you have going on at the combine there will actually um we call it drills you're going to have to show your skills mm-hmm. okay. um, <laughs> and there's going to be plenty of scrimmages okay um and uh anthony you know he's 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 being somewhat modest oh really <laughs> <laughs> You know, I really, you know, his college career, I would love for him to, to share that okay. um, with you. But um, he is a shooter, and uh, he's going to be running some shooting drills nice. uh, with, with nice. some of the players and uh, really telling them and sharing with them what it takes to, um, you know, get to the next level. Because the combine is for players who really never thought they would have an opportunity to play at the next level. Right. After college or, you know, I say... You never know uh, a player's situation until you walk in their shoes. And me having this team since 2005, you learn that, you know, the background of the players. Right. You learn that they, you know, even though they love this game and they, some of them have so much talent, they're a backstory. So, um, you know, hopefully collaborating school also will be able to share some of those backstories. And we why some of the talent like Anthony Mm-hmm. Not at the next level yet, and that's why we express it here. Speaking of backstories, um, I do want to take a second to give you major props. Uh, when you started Jersey Express in 2005, you were the first African American female to own uh, an mm. ABA team. Is that correct? That's actually true. Uh, that very very proud of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is definitely uh, something the, to be proud of. The, well, the game has been so good to me. Um, I'm a former player. Uh, I've had a wonderful career. Um, to this day, I'm proud to say I'm a, you know, a high school alumni, and my jersey hangs from the rafters. Uh, along <laughs> with, uh, Congratulations. Quite a few former NBA players. Thank you. Um, to college and played. Had a wonderful career. Had some opportunities post-college. Um, traveled the world, really, through basketball. And... I was fortunate to have developed some uh, wonderful relationships. I met the CEO of the ABA itself, and um, a year later, Jersey franchise, and we sit here ten years later with, you know, hip hop for sport. Nice. Did you experience any trepidation at all uh, being a female starting a basketball club? Uh, You know, of course, um, I. I use all those situations, learning experiences, not only for myself, but, you know, for some of the other owners. It's, it's kind of a, you know, um, I'm in an untraditional role as a female African-American owner of a men's, you know, right. basketball team. Absolutely. Um, so, of course, you know, you're going to run into uh, different situations that uh, sometimes, you know, take you back but you learn from it you move on and um it's been a driving force because i have to say without 
you know, the, the staffing and the food, you know, like Anthony, that believe in, you know, what I'm doing and trying to do for, for the players, uh, the opportunities um, that have been afforded to them. Um, you know, I really have no complaints. Uh, I just look at it as, as learning and, and, and really being stronger and keeping the drive alive. So um, so we got the boss mob in the building. Big shout to him. Yo, we got these young boys in the building. Introduce them for me. They're my sons right there, man. Shout out to Kakan Cavalli, man. You know they rocking with me on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Shout to the young boys in the building. But what we're going to do right now, we're going to open it up. We're going to throw an instrumental on. And we're going to let the boss mob go to work. You know what I mean? So... Headphones good, y'all can hear the tracks. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yo, yo, a lot of dudes don't make it past 25. That's why I thank God every day that I'm alive. I done been counted out before, but I still survive. I done been lied to by my heart looking in my eyes. Attitude like fuck fillers, bitch. I'd rather chase a million. Boss my we in the building. Yeah. Burn it down, no ceilings, uh, no roof, no, no nothing. No lacking, no fronting. Automatic spitting rapidly. Ain't no need for running. No pain, no gain. Pretty picture, no frame. When you got a hustle, feed your kids, shit is no game. 20 block, I turned chicken wings into strip domain. Now I'm thinking, man, in Miami, I want bigger things. GT gliding on the highway like it got wings. And you know a nigga hate traffic, so I'm switching lanes. This is a hiphopforsport.com exclusive. Drip different drain. Uh, all my shooters Mama got always told me go to school, get a job. This is a hiphopforsport.com exclusive. Going ground. I started with nickel rock, stepped it up to dimes. But when I started flipping weight, it was dinner time. I'm getting money like Rich Porter in the late 80s. Thinking about cutting the top off the Sadies. Six that is, right hand controlling the whip. They see the rocks on the watch in my fist Since a young and I was taught Keep my eyes on my own paper And stack it hard in the skyscraper And we gon' get to them hoes later Then we gon' ball like a pro player Sour got me hot in the Himalaya My bought a cool stack at least an hour On the night my whole team dripped the designer We hundred bottles just to flex on the models And we gon' party all night like it's no tomorrow faces and they all blue A hey. couple carrots in my bracelet and they all blue hey. Got the Clint Eastwood with the grip on it Rah. Leave a hole big enough for me to crawl through yeah. Niggas see me and be acting like it's all cool Turn around, kick my back like, like a whore dude <laughs> Miss me with that goofy shit, I don't tolerate it Real niggas know Hardy, I'm validated yeah. But this ain't nothing new though, I been getting money get A park avenue, so I been selling 20s They know me up Names. Keep a nigga Fleer. Fleer. Got a couple apartments so they know me in Ikea. Uh, just wanna pop me. Pop me. Just wanna face me. Yeah. Cackers wanna case me. They see I'm getting cakey. Lawyer think I'm stressing. Am I looking like I'm worried? I'm looking at the jury while they looking at my jury. Boss my boys. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep right. it going. Okay. Let's line I up like that next beat. This is a hip hop for sport live exclusive. Uh-huh. Boss Mob in the building. Gang. Let's keep it going. Let's get that next beat lined up. Like keep this fire going. Big shout to everybody that came through. Big shout to Kendall Holt for the interview. <laughs> Big shout to KI on, on the check in. Right. Let's keep it going. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Hey, look. I said it's Boss Mob Boys and we back. Started from the bottom on the corner selling crack. They saying we the hottest this niggas moving, that's a fact. Right now, niggas shoot you after giving you a dab. Said bitch, you from the gutter. With junkies, what that butter? This Nobody give you nothing, need to hustle or you suffer. They saying that's the homie, but they hit the nigga chicken. How you call that man your plug, even if the nigga snitch? My first 20 thousand, man, I made out the oven. The gang started drumming and my name got the buzzing. If anybody acts, tell them 40 for the brick. If anybody hating, tell them niggas eat a hearty. Hey. Niggas know they faking it, the mob boys taking it If it's a problem, we address it, we no faking it Bears on my left wrist, she's staring at the bracelet We them guys on the rise, haters, they be hating it I be in the kitchen with them pies The Lambo be laughing at you guys My hey. in the gutter Hustler. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. For the customers. Hey. I tell them, the bridge is over, the bridge is over The soda hit it with a pinch of the soda I don't, and I'll be shouting. And if you reaching for my chain, then that's suicide. Go. Any mini money mo, catch a pig by a toe. If you sit on me, I get your fam. That's, that's the, the way, way it go. go. If you catch a knock, don't mention me. I'm just letting you know. Man up and stand your own ground. That's, that's the, the way you grow. grow. Don't depend on nobody. Go and cop your own shoddy. Mr. Miyagi when I chop, but I don't, I don't know, know karate. karate. Niggas all wife and thotties had monster 17. Park Avenue dope fiends. Fish girl and coke dreams. Bitch, I had to get it up so me and mine can live it up. Wifey want that pretty house. Mommy want that bigger truck. Yeah. So I'm in the kitchen whipping, chopping up the yay. My niggas, they hit the block and Get it poppin' every day, yeah. Hey. 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 Boss my boys. Huh. It's boss my boys and we back. They saying we the hottest niggas moving, that's a fact. Started from the bottom on the corner selling crack. With grimy niggas shoot you after giving you a dab. Said bitch, I'm from the gutter. With junkies want that butter. Nobody give you nothing, need to hustle when you suffer. Everybody give it up for Gilly the Kid yes, one time on the yes, line. Yes, sir. Gilly the Kid. Big up to you and that, that, that hot new joint single. Um, right. We, I'd rather be out here with yeah. my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out here falling in love. You know, I go on tour next month. I'm on tour for, uh, all the way up until November. So uh, five months worth of touring straight. So, you know, I got the single right now. I got the other single out with Jeremiah called Tattoo. Yes, so, Spending no change on it. And she bad enough, I'ma tatter up when we put my name on it. She 
tells me pull her head, tell me smack her from the red. She says she likes it rough, the harder I go it hypes her up. So you know a nigga piped her up, one or two times that's not enough. Then it's on to the next, that means another one bites the dust. Talk to me about Philadelphia. Welcome again. Philadelphia, man, it's some of the best music that has, has come out in probably 10 years, man. And I'm not I'm not excluding anybody, though. I'm talking about everybody's shit. I don't care. Yeah, I heard. I'm talking about from Kanye to J. Cole to Drake to you name them. I, I got the best music that's coming out in 10 plus years. You setting a high bar. You setting a very high bar right now, Gilly. You ready for that? I mean, well, you know, you don't set the bar high. You ain't aiming at the stars. You know, you shoot rock, bottle rockers at the moon. Absolutely. You you're hustling backwards. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just saying that... These are guys that I truly appreciate their music. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. And that and you should be you should be in the game like that. So I respect I respect that. You know what I mean? Because you should be in the game trying to go ahead, I'm sorry. Absolutely. You feel me? I, absolutely. I, I'm here to take I'm here to to, 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 to this is competition. You feel me? So if I was if I'm out there in Thomason, I step on the court with Michael Jordan. I'm I'm not thinking Michael Jordan is better than me. I'm thinking I'm gonna right. get right. this nigga tonight. This nigga's gonna get forty tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's, it's a lot of things sports-wise we want to touch on. We want to shift gears real quick. I know you're a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. My man, my man Scrap has 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 a couple questions for you. So how do you feel about the receivers being moved last year as far as this, this offseason and also trading off with Sean McCoy? Uh, Sean McCoy was my man. So, you know, I'm definitely upset at Chip Kelly about that. I'm going to be all being honest. I ain't really feeling Chip Kelly. You don't, you don't give up. You don't give up the, the number one running back in the league at 26 years old. You feel what I'm saying? Since Shady been drafted, he got the most yards out of any running back that has been in the game. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson included. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, so, sir. You know, then you don't give up. You don't give up a receiver like Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's where it started. That's where it started to go bad. Right. Yeah. Then you did that. Okay, but then okay, Jeremy Maxson come back. He he get fourteen hundred yards. Then you give him up. Then you turn around and you give up a quarterback who got forty-seven touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. Now I'm gonna repeat that again. (laughs) (laughs) Touchdown. It's 13 interceptions yeah. for a nigga named Sam Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. So yeah. It's kind of like, like my nigga. Like, what is she doing? Man? I'd rather be chasing all my dreams. 